Hey, welcome to Playing for Keeps, the show where we take a deep dive into emotional intelligence, sex, love, adult attachment theory, mental health, therapy, and everything in between that creates great relationships. Your host, DJ, is a certified life coach and emotional intelligence practitioner. She's here to be of service to all the listeners interested in love and relationship. Now, here's your host, DJ. Hey, everybody, it's your girl DJ with Plan for Keeps podcast. And today I am here by myself, um, kind of doing a mental check in along with talking about how not to fall heads over heels for someone's potential. And I will be using my own personal dating story. So this one is more of a recent one and it still gets beside me just a little bit. So you guys bear with me today as I kind of try to quickly go through the story without like putting like a ton, a ton of information out there. And also not to, to dog this person out. Um, I genuinely still think this is person is a decent person. I still think highly of this person. It was just something that it was just a situation where I wish they would have been totally honest and they would have been upfront. But overall, I don't have ill feelings. So I do want to put that out there before going into detail about the story and um, just take ownership in my own part of what happened and why things ended the way that they did. So um, I do acknowledge all of those things. Um, so before getting into this story, I want to give a shout out to um, relationship and life coach Rachel D. Um, she has a four minute YouTube video going into detail on how one, how to not basically fall for someone's potential. And I wanted to talk about this event on my podcast for a while, but didn't know how. But after watching her video, it just kind of I, the situation popped up and it, you know, kind of gave me, I wouldn't say the courage, but just, you know, gave me the oomph to talk about it on the podcast. So another thing about her, so I'm going to include that video in the show notes. I'm also going to include her website um, just in case anyone wants to connect with her. From what I've experienced being a part of her social media groups, um, she has a way of breaking down complicated emotions and making them simple, which ultimately helps people navigate through their relationships and their life experiences. So um, I highly would recommend her if you're somebody who's struggling with just your emotions, if you're struggling within your relationships, if you're trying to find yourself, um, I strongly would recommend her. And I'm going to have all of our information in the show notes. But anyway, so on other podcasts, I've talked about my last relationship quite often. And even though our relationship or official relationship ended some time ago, we still kept in frequent contact. Um, through the beginning of our relationship and even after it ended, I was someone this person could rely on. Um, if they needed me for anything, I was there for them. I always made myself available. I was just that person for them. So um, when we first started talking, 
this person would dibble and dabble in things they had no business dibbling and dabbling in to make ends meet. Um, the potential that I saw, this person was very smart, very analytical, but he hung around the wrong people who got it out the mud by all means necessary for survival. Um, another thing that piqued my interest about him, I remember asking him what he ultimately wanted to do. And he's not from Georgia. And where he's from, they didn't have a Zaspies. So he wanted to open up a Zaspies in his hometown. And he wanted it to be the first one. And um, he liked Zaspies. So, you know, I was like, oh, okay. He has some type of long-term type of goal, which I thought was cool. You know, you'd ask a guy that question at like 26 and they wouldn't say anything like that. So um, that kind of piqued my interest as well about him along with other things. Um, but me at 26, uh, my predicament was I'm working a legitimate job. I'm making ends meet legally. Um, I have ambition and drive to work hard, face rejection if I have to, I stayed up late. I did whatever I needed to do legitimately to reach my goals and to succeed. And I wanted to instill these ideals in him, especially since he expressed other things that I mentioned before and just his personality just seemed like you could do this legitimately and make a lot of money and, and just be your greatest self. That's just what came to mind for me, for him. And I just, it was just one of my goals Let's help him. <laughs> so without putting all of his business out there, something happened where he had no choice but to change up. And this is this was right around the time I entered into his life. So things so things he wasn't doing before he was. When I met him, he had his own place, but no car, no legitimate job. He wasn't in school and other things in between he didn't care about or know about he knew um so for him he ended up getting you know a legitimate job it paid halfway decent he ended up enrolling in college um talked about a lot of things that just pertain to life and just how you things you could do to better yourself to have the things that you want without screwing people over or doing illegal stuff so um, within a span of about eight months, we did end up officially breaking up. But after us officially breaking up, we kept in contact. Um, if he needed anything, I was there. Um, like I said, I made myself available to him. Um, we still were involved on and off intimately. And we would periodically ask each other if we were serious with other people. His answer was always no. So I did notice within the last couple of months when we were talking that he was more distant. And I remember expressing this to a friend. Keep in mind, though he seemed distant, we were still in communication. Um, just not how it used to be. So this friend calls me up one day and was like, didn't you say so-and-so has been distant? I said, yeah, but, you know, we, we spoke last week. And she was like, did he tell you he has a baby on the way? And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, what? She was like, yeah, from what I hear, the baby's due any day now. So 
I sent him a text saying, you know, I just want to know if it's true. He took a minute to text me back and he was like, yeah, with the emoji with the hand in front of the face. You know, I'm gonna tell y'all, I tried. I tried, y'all. I tried really, really hard to take the high roll and not let him know that it bothered me that he did not tell me. So I said, congratulations. I know you'd be a great dad, which is the truth. You know, um, something I always used to tell him was, you know, I know if you ever had a child, you would slow down because I feel like you would do right by your child. And so, um, you know, he was all like, thank you. And I want to tell you, but didn't know how. So I don't respond right away. And I get to thinking about those past nine months, you know, just our communication within the past nine months, the things we did in the past nine months, if anything was done in the past nine months, conversations we've had, how he used to be able to come to me about everything else he was stressed out about and he couldn't tell me this. You know, I'm reaching out. You know, he had times where he's reaching out. So after a while, because I'm just hurt and angry just of the thoughts, I text him like, just, why you didn't tell me? Like, why you didn't tell me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I said more than that, but I can't, I can't fully remember what I said. But the basis of the text was just why. You know what I'm saying? And after a while, he texts back apologizing, you know, telling me he didn't know how to tell me something that would hurt me, yada, yada, yada. And where I'm at now, I'm telling him, like, where I'm at now, like, well, now I know your intentions for me weren't hitting no shit. Like, clearly, they weren't. They were questionable before, but now it's like, okay, now I know for real that you you just was dragging me along. Like, this this is fucked up. Like, <laughs> like oh, my God. So I asked a few more questions that he didn't want to answer, and then he ends it with, I'm hoping we could still be friends. And I remember being like, we never were friends if you couldn't tell me that you got serious with somebody else, you impregnated somebody else, and we, you know, like... What what the hell were you thinking? Like where where was this gonna go? Like did you were you just gonna? I don't I don't know what the hell he thought because I mean like I said we still communicated from time to time. Like anyway, like ugh. so that's that's how that kind of ended. But I had to sit with myself and be honest to figure out why did this blow hurt me so bad? Like let me tell y'all, I am an emotional eater. Like I eat through depression. I eat when I'm happy, sad, everything. I lost my appetite for two days. I could not eat for two days. And I was super emotional after hearing that news. And I just had to really sit with myself and think, why did this cut me so, so deep? And after some serious thinking, subconsciously um just i thought you know i had some growing to do he has some growing to do and maybe we can grow apart and while we're growing apart just somewhere in the future we can come back together i really think subconsciously i thought that even though i knew consciously he wasn't trying to make it work 
but somewhere deep down in my psyche, I thought maybe, just maybe in the future, you know? So I never fully let go of the idea of him being that person for me. I also looked at how much he grew dealing with me. And this leads me to falling for potential. Again, Rachel D goes more in depth with these points that I'm going to mention in her YouTube video. I'm just going to kind of go into the, the points that relate to my story. So really looking at reality in my situation, me and this guy thought processes about life and how to go about going out and getting it for real, for real. When we first met, we're totally different. Um, he didn't have the things that I had. Um, again, this guy was very smart, very analytical, but we did not move the same. Um, we also butted heads a lot, a lot in the beginning. Like how we fought and argued was, it was ridiculous. It was, it was bad business. So if I would have honed in on the reality of the situation in the beginning, that could have saved me a lot of heartache. Um, just being really honest about the situation, acknowledging that this guy did have a lot to offer, but he wasn't there yet. And letting him just go on about his business. If I would have done that in the beginning, like I said, I, I wouldn't have been in that predicament. Number two, checking your needs for control. In my particular situation, I didn't want to mold this guy personality because I liked his personality. I liked a lot of things about him. But I did want him to want more and to be better for himself. Even if that meant for me to, to do certain things to jumpstart him in that direction. Um, I played Captain Sableholt a lot in that relationship and probably took lessons from him that would have benefited him in the long run. And then number three, check your insecurity. If you find yourself trying to change an individual to fit you, or to change an individual you're dating to have them match the level you're on or above, you need to ask yourself, why do you feel that you can't have someone like that straight out the gate on that level? Um, I know for me, love didn't feel like anything if I didn't earn it. In my mind, I thought, what would make me special if I didn't earn that person love? So easy relationships, would come off boring or unfulfilling. Um, easy relationships subconsciously felt too good to be true. And I felt that they wouldn't last because I wasn't doing anything. So for me personally, I had to learn and I'm still learning that I am enough. I'm more than just a resourceful person that anyone can rely on. I'm more than the person that will give the shirt off of their back. I don't have to throw on a cape in order for my relationships to work. Um, I know now that I can relax and show all sides of me. And if a person doesn't receive that nine times out of 10, it's an issue or a wound that that other person is dealing with and it has nothing to do with me. So that is it, you guys. I am hoping that this episode was helpful to somebody. Y'all check out Rachel D. She is based in Houston, but I believe um, she helps people all around the world. Um, I'll have her website and the video that I've, I've been speaking of in the show notes. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Please download, rate, and subscribe. And until next time. 
Thank you for tuning in to today's show. If you like this podcast, please download and subscribe. If there's anything you would like to talk about in regards to relationships or would like to be a guest on the show to speak on relationships or get advice, you can always connect via social media at Playing for Keeps or email DJ at info at P, the number 4K dating.com. Thank you for tuning in and bye for now.